What's been up? What's going down? I got to know what's happening. I need to know the world. What's been up? What's going down? I got to know what's happening. I want to know the world. What's been up? WTF. W-O-T-W. Where the Rue does it. Welcome to episode cuatro, numero four, and whatever language you say four in, we are right there with you. Thank you for returning to listen to us. My name is Rudy, and I'm here with the man that's not even a mystery anymore, the one, the only sidekick of all sidekicks, Mr. Darren Lorenzo. All right. It's me again. Very patriotic. Cool. (laughs) Not really. Not with this country. All right. Well, welcome, y'all. Um, I just want to say right off the bat, we will not be talking about racism. We will not be talking about senseless oh. violence against Black people. We will not be talking about corrupt mm-hmm. police or any of those things because we only have 30 okay. minutes and you and I are too passionate. And plus, you know, everyone's talking about it and I figure we should bring some levity to the situation. Let's toast to the people that have died for no reason. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. I thought I was going to be on that Coke again today, but no. Bitch is back on the pineapple. Oh, I didn't know what you were talking about. You said that Coke again. I was like, what? Why is my business on the street there? Why is it? <laughs> Shut up. Let me stop playing it's before they be think. Table. Oh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, so how you been? How's your mom? <laughs> I'm good. I'm hanging in. Mom's is cool. I actually was just passing through in the kitchen. I was getting a, a can of Coke to mix with my beverage. Ooh. <laughs> um, and she told me to tell you hello and that she loves you and that she misses Aww. you. And I was like, oh, that's great. And she said, Darren, by the way, I love you too. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's great. I don't know, why did you say it like that? But I didn't want you to get jealous. I said, jealous of what? Of me saying I love Rudy. She's like, that's okay. Right. She said, so right. I said, I love you too. I said, well, thanks for the consolation. Love. <laughs> I appreciate it. Oh, she gave you a little crumb. A little crumb up. Just a little crumb, a little leftover. Don't be jealous. Still get. <laughs> oh man, I love and miss her too. Please squeeze her for me. Oh, uh, I'm cool. No, 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 for me, <laughs> you selfish bastard. <laughs> Just squeeze her, cause you know it's a pandemic. Mm. Um, <laughs> that means we ain't supposed to be that close. Oh shit, yeah, virtual that's true. hug. That's true. That's Distance. true. Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of the pandemic, because that's what we speak about. Every day, all day. um, The Center for Disease Control is now reporting that the virus does not spread easily by touching surfaces and objects. Oh. Did you hear that? I did not, but I'm here now. Okay, go ahead. So, um, which is ironic because they were telling us the exact opposite just a month ago. And the funny part is they they didn't even make an official announcement. They just quietly changed the headline on their website. Sneaky, sneaky. Mighty, mighty, how the tables turn. Ain't it though? And in addition to that, <laughs> the CDC is also saying that the coronavirus is pissing off rodents in the streets. When I say rodents, I am indeed talking about mice and rats. Oh, okay. We got angry mice and rats in these streets because they normally rely on food waste from restaurants. And since they've been closed, they're getting a tad more aggressive. That's all you got? <laughs> I mean, what? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, so what are they doing? Are they breakdancing, doing martial arts out in the street or something like that? Or are they finding other means? 
Well, let me ask you this. Do you break dance when you're pissed off? Yeah, it makes oh. me happy. Oh. On a positive note, a new study from Singapore has revealed that COVID-19 patients are no longer infectious after 11 days from contracting the virus. So, which means mm. that they could still test positive for it within a two-week incubation period, but after day 11, they can't spread it. Food for thought. Is it? <laughs> it should well, be food so for the rats that are aggressive. Yeah, give them something. Hey, speaking of food, uh, Escobar Restaurant and Tapas Lounge, uh, you know, co-owned by the uh, the rapper 2 Chains, uh -huh. shut down Monday, allegedly violating the uh, a COVID-19 guidelines, uh, Memorial Day parties they were having. Let me guess, no social distancing? Not at all, they probably was all up on each other. Yeah. The A-Town bounce, grind, whatever. And how was that, Darren? Is that like dick to ass crack? What's the positioning of that dance? I don't do this anymore, uh, but- You don't do dick I used to know. Oh. Um, I just wouldn't say it like that because people might think that that's something else in Atlanta, so. I would, um... <laughs> yeah, they don't want him to think you down low. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> but you go by the name D-Lo. That's already confusing. Nope, I go by Darren Lorenzo. No, no more D-Lo. Oh. I don't want to put the wrong information down the street like that Coke. <laughs> <laughs> ah. No, 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 no. Yo, Memorial Day was lit all over. From I'm Miami sure. to Atlanta to the Ozarks, folks in lakes. I mean, you would have Ozarks. never thought. Mm -hmm. It's Speak not just a it. show. There's a body of water <laughs> where people gathered. <laughs> gathered. <laughs> Uh, South Koreans are using artificial intelligence tools to advance medical research as well as public health, which is dope if you're into that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they use it for uh, contact tracing and symptom tracking, immunity certificates, which is, I guess, great for the safety of the public. And, and I would prior like to, to your business. Yes, it's all up in that motherfucker. It's like who you've been with, when you've been with them. Big Brother is live. All your one night stands will be revealed. Ooh, some of them don't need to be though. Some of them need to be soaked under the rug. Low pro uh, hoes. Well, let's just uh, hop <laughs> off of COVID-19, shall we? Please, let's hop off of it. Okay. Well, you know Naomi Osaka, the tennis player? Familiar, yes. At the age of uh, 22, she surpassed uh, her idol Serena Williams as the highest paid female athlete ever. She got uh, like about 1.7 million more than the record that Serena held. So, so Serena is not like crying broke either. It's fine. She's fine, guys. I'm sure she's not. Yeah, you know, booty and all. It's all good. You like well, Serena's booty? Yeah, sure. Is it because you could rest your brandy on it? That is a good, yeah. great reason. You want to use her ass She's as a got tray. The goods. <laughs> Based on the bow tie, she got a button like a battleship. Oh, I don't need to see above the hip. She got that shelf kind of ass. Damn. So, you know, Twitter is trying to protect us from Trump. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> They've started. Better not uh, make mad. Twitter feels compelled to add a fact check link under every tweet this man makes that refers to anything law related. You know so, he's gonna have a have a little fit and shut everything down if he can. 
I bet he's going to try to put the Twitter CEO in a cage like he's doing the Mexican children, you mean? Ooh, that's awful. It is awful. awful. That's your boy. But anyway, you know, he's accusing um, everyone who's using mail-in ballots of uh, potentially uh, engaging in voter fraud, which is bullshit. (laughs) He immediately uh, accused the California governor of attempting to then give it to everybody. So everybody and their mama can vote now, which is obviously (laughs) not true because... You have to be registered to vote Mm. also (laughs) with the mail-in ballot. So there's that. Damn it. Well, speaking of Trump zizzy, he's also taking his campaign to Snapchat to appeal to a a younger demographic. Shut it up. Really? Shut it down. Using a song from T.I. Whatever you like. How'd that song go? You can have whatever you like. Yeah. Hey, it's okay. We sound like two old people at the yeah. barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like that song, though. What was that, like 2008? Mm-hmm. So pretty recent. Well, musically <laughs> speaking, uh, Memorial Day was very rich. So let's recap Ew. through that shit real quick. We're going to pick four things that were happening of significance. Four, okay. Come on. Yes. Four things for the fourth episode. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, the first thing is Versus, Sound Clash, featuring Beanie Man and Bounty Killer. Yardman things, you know, it was it was nice. Just give me the life and pass the No, no, yeah. that's Sean Paul. Oh, oh God. <laughs> the Jamaicans. <laughs> yeah, the record has skipped in all their ribbing rooms. Oh. It was nice. Yeah. The Everything vibe was, was all Is that the only uh, Jamaican word you know? Only Jamaican word, not the only Jamaican girl that I buy. Huh? What'd you say? Oh, penetrated. Um, These two men um, used to have beef in the early 90s. It was a very big deal to just see them together, even though the beef was squashed already. Um, Jamaican beef patty. I got you. uh, (laughs) What? We should just call our show. Stereotypes at his best. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what we do. I mean, listen, if you ever wondered what your role here was, it's that. It's that. It's that. <laughs> um, and it was really dope to see them both in one room. The vibe was dope. I mean, you could tell they were carrying the nation on their backs. I mean, it was so beautiful. I didn't understand a goddamn thing they said in between songs. But have we ever, though? I mean, even back in high school when that music was playing and it was popular, I, I don't think I understand anything. I was just trying to get off on the fact that you can just dance up on somebody and it was an excuse to grind. Grind oh. on it, wind, wind. <laughs> oh, the good old... Yeah. Penis to butt crack dance. Huh? Crotchella. What'd you say? Crotchella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Police came to try and shut that joint down. But Beanie Man said, not on my watch, but then in Patua. So they left. We know who run things. Um, well, on another note, I want to give another cheers and of the passing of uh, Andre Harrell. They did a tribute to him. That's right. This, uh, these past few days, and um, it was nice actually. Thought it was pretty good. Uh, you got a chance to watch it. Oh, we watched it together, didn't we? So yep. Cheers. And again, you were drunk. It wasn't what I thought it would be because I think I was expecting more music and performances. But what it ended up being is something that I thought was really classy, and people just talking about their experience of knowing him and you know things about him. Nice interviews with personal anecdotes from people whose lives he's touched and who were friends with him. Things that I didn't know. I mean, like I had never seen pictures of his wife before, so mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff was uh, 
love. And his son, his son was also uh, visible on there. But uh, who was missing to me was obviously uh, Mary J. Blige and Diddy, because these yeah. video montages where everyone told personal stories about him. They played an old video of Diddy, do, you know, what was it, receiving an award or something? Yeah, and telling him that he's been his father for like 30 years. But I understand. I mean, it's heavy. I mean, he was yeah. the closest with them, I guess, you know? If you pass away, I couldn't be visible on TV. Oh. Yeah. So, but if I pass away, you know I want a party. And you know that I want to attend my party. What do you mean hey, attend your party? You be, you gone. Nah, yeah, I am gone. But you know how they have, they've been having these parties uh, where you put the dead person, you dress them up, and then you seat them on a bit of a throne. I want to sit on a chair at the entrance and welcome the people as they walk in. Oh, hell no. No, then, that's like some old, mm-mm. No, Was that then, Soul Brother movie? <laughs> I'm not sure. But and then I would like to be relocated and placed on stage next to the DJ booth because I want to hype the crowd up. But what if you like kill over? Well, then you pick me up. Uh-uh. Who? You. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. That's fucked up. You won't even touch me nah. while I'm dead. I, I I leave leave all those burdens to the Lord. This is why I have Michelle to handle that. My sister got me covered. <laughs> Yo, she does. She does because it's my wish. You, you know? th- your wish. We're not genies. Listen, bro. I'm gonna have to take you out of my will. Um. So immediately after Andre Harrell tribute, <laughs> Babyface had his waiting to exhale 25th anniversary. Oh. Uh, I bet it was all women in attendance. I'm not sure, but I will tell you that there were uh, like 50,000 people up in that month. Okay, you know, he did pretty good. We know from his battle with Teddy Riley how he's pretty good at uh, telling stories. So the setups were amazing. He had some nice behind the scenes stories about Aretha, Whitney, Tony. Good stories for each song and how they came about. He even called Tony on FaceTime with a different mobile device because he didn't want to risk what happened with Teddy Riley. So <laughs> it was cute though. They have a cute relationship, like brother and sister. Like it's a very Dope. Something that I wish I had with you, but whatever, can't have it all. Wow, ours <laughs> is different. Ours is like a uh, Rudy Huxtable and Theo. No, I think it's more like Kelly Bundy and her annoying little brother, that kind. Oh, I can see that. Damn, man, I don't think he was that smart though. Oh, it's but okay. she wasn't either, so that's cool. I'm, I'm good with that one. <laughs> all right, well, moving on with versus representing the A 112 versus J E Jagged. Edge. Well, first of all, uh, for me, it was like, why were there four men packed into a small box? Because the their device was so close to them. They could only fit three comfortably at a time. It looked like 112 used like their big screen TV and they used like a cell phone. 112 looked like they were using a satellite. Because <laughs> until Slim stood up, he looked like he was so far away that he was already in next week, hollering through each other. It was like 12 drunk uncles trying to talk all at the same time, telling jokes that weren't really funny. Whenever yeah. you get ATL brothers together talking, once they start drinking, then they're going to try to clown each other. Everybody's going to try to talk over each other. And everybody's going to try to explain their jokes and try to piggyback on the other joke. And they couldn't let the jokes die. It never dies. Let it go, brother. Let it go. So you you felt at home a little bit. Yeah. Felt <laughs> like some people I knew. You were like, oh, ATL, ATL. I mean, listen, you know, we, we discussed how you like to rep. So much so that I have some audio of you. Yeah, what? That you had sent to me while you were tipsy. Tipsy's um, supposed to be like Vegas. Whatever happens in tipsy stays in tipsy. It doesn't come in sober land. Oh, well. Drink up. So let, let's let the listeners listen. Step to the water, step to the water, step to the water. 
Confirm or deny that's me. I cannot confirm or deny it. <laughs> All right. Okay, cool. All right. We'll let the audience decide. Y'all can uh, DM me at, mm. at WTFWOTW on Instagram. DM us. Is it him? Mm. Is it not him? We shall see. In the meantime, let us get excited about the possible return of the NBA in mid July. How you feeling? That's your game right there now. That's my game. I mean, you Baller know, for life. Skills, folks. She got skills, folks. She won awards and stuff. And okay, yeah, so man. There you go. Put my business on the street again. Put it back on the table. <laughs> put the trophies back on the shelf. They don't need to know. Okay. But yeah, if you want to play one on one, I'll post your bitch ass up. Um, oh, talking to y'all. <laughs> I'm more of a football guy, but I'm definitely applauding the fact that they're gonna have like a, uh, what's well, like a sleepaway camp. That'd be nice. <laughs> Sleepaway camp, yeah. I guess you're saying that because the commissioner is trying to take over Disney World and house the teams in the hotels on the grounds. Yeah, it'll be like adult camp. Oh man, you know all those young dudes gonna try to sneak out. Yeah, it's gonna be like when we were in high school, going on those little field trips and those little trips out of the town, and you go from one hotel room to another hotel room and try to sneak off to some party or some club or something like that. They're gonna have a good time. I wish I was there. I mean, there is some skepticism from like Shaq and some other players where they feel like, hey, well, will the crown champion still be respected? And I'm like, uh, fuck yeah. These people are still going to be playing intensive games, whether or not the fans are in the building or not. You know what I'm saying? And I yeah. personally, uh, I think it was fucked up already that this happened on the comeback season of the Lakers because we were on a roll. I said we because I helped. So, <laughs> With your mind, I got you. Speaking of basketball, did you finally it's my catch up? Sport. <laughs> did you finally catch up? I like up? the way they dribble up and down the floor. Did you finally catch up on the last dance, though? Oh, yeah, okay. No, I'm I disappointed. Catch up. I, only saw the, I only saw the first episode. I know. I, it didn't keep my attention. And I think with stuff like that, I got to watch it at the right time. I will say that um, you do have to get into the groove and adjust to the to the style. Once you lock in, it's not really that confusing at all. And by the way, for all those out there who did watch it, um, especially ballers, I would recommend the uh, docu-series uh, Blackballed, which addresses the um, issues that the ex a Los Angeles Clippers owner, Donard Sterling had, you know, the racist dude who thought he had slaves as players type shit, who's banned from the NBA. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if you remember that story, but this gives the behind the scenes look with the players talking about how they felt, you know, they felt like During property. That time. Yeah, they felt like property and just like slaves on an auction block. <laughs> Very uncomfortable. So I got a funny little story for you. I'm listening. So you're single, so maybe you'll like this story. Who knows? So there's okay. this man, this dude in Maryland, asked his homeboy named Brooks if he could hook him up with anybody at the salon he worked at. And Brooks was like, yeah, yeah, I got you, bruh. Meet me at the park tomorrow, and I'll have her meet us there. So dude was like, all right. 
So once they got to the park, Brooks disappeared, and then a woman appeared and immediately began giving homeboy head. So dude was like, wait, what's like, going on? She hopped no on meet me. and greet? No, hello, how are you doing? He My said, name hello, is. dick, is that you? Or however yeah. the song goes. Um, <laughs> Not that way. <laughs> so after, you know, having an emotional tug of war with himself and struggling to see who the woman is, he eventually <laughs> realized that it is his homeboy, Brooks. Live oh, the dude that was going to hook him up? Yeah. So immediately I knew there was some ass whooping there, right? No, no, no. No, no ass whooping because dude was like, well, shit, what do I do? Well, let me let me fake an orgasm what do you real do? quick. So he faked an orgasm. I don't know. How do you fake an orgasm as a man? <laughs> Besides I mean, going, oh, oh. that's just faking the sounds. But I mean, that means uh, old boy must have been pretty cool with whatever this was. Maybe because, Bro uh, Brooks was good. Oh, uh, no, Brooks would have been dead. Now, after faking an orgasm, <laughs> the dude went to the police to file a report and Brooks was charged. But Brooks was like, oh, I thought he knew it was me. Well, that beats everything that I was going to say. I was going to bring up a little story because you know how I love my little reality shows. It's a new show called Labor of Love where a girl's looking to be matched up with her future baby daddy to have a kid with and also fall in love with. But this whole Brooks thing just knocks all of that out of the park. So, Literally, no pun intended. I'm going to go back to the uh, people that have passed away. Little Richard. Uh, yes. Uh, getting his own statue in front of his childhood home and making joyful. Another Georgia oh, thing, so a little shout out to him. And he, oh, that's dope. Yeah, you would think they would have done that a long time ago, as old as he was, you know. And I don't mean like he was ancient, but I'm saying, I don't know. It just seems like you wait till he's dead. But go ahead. But speaking of um, artists who aren't appreciated, uh, record companies are trying to crack down on DJ streaming on social media. Mm. And we've spoken numerous times about how the likes of uh, D Nice have uh, brought positive vibes yep. to our lives in this uh, trying time. The record companies are like, bruh, y'all playing all these songs and nobody's collecting. Like these songs are getting more airplay, are being heard by thousands upon thousands of people per week. But not only is the record company not making money, but the publishers, the writers, composers, all these people aren't making money either. Mm. So um, on one hand, I understand that something needs to be done in that regard, you know? But mm -hmm. I feel like uh, cutting them off is not it. I feel like we should treat it like it's radio. Have these DJs, these high-profile DJs, pay music right and submit their playlist. Let's get the music out there to the people, at least during this time. Either way, they need to like reinvent the wheel. I mean, they are showing a, a tad bit of favoritism to the likes of D-Nice and Questlove and maybe even Jazzy Jeff. Of course they are. It's an archaic system, you know? The, the, the record companies are barely catching up with streaming, so to speak. So... You know, but I mean, but this whole crackdown is happening all over. It's happening with other stuff online, down the podcast, radio shows, TV, film, plays. Like I was part of a virtual play, was supposed to be part of one mm. that was going to be taking place pretty soon. And um, the you know the, the actors' equity union cracked down on that, and the whole um estate cracked down on the fact that you know they they didn't really give that type of permission that if we were actually in the theater we could do it, but then. At the same time with the whole social distancing and things being shut down, there's no theater that's actually going to be housing anybody. So it's like yeah, that whole glass half empty, glass half full type thing. But yeah, they're shutting it down. I think they're paying more attention to things because 
I think they thought this whole pandemic was going to be short lived. And now it's like kind of like the new norm. Mm. So they're thinking longevity. People want to make that money. So, so I mean, I, I think it's happening all over with the whole crackdown and they're just trying to piss on that parade. Ah, <laughs> speaking of the parade that involves pissing. Um, <laughs> I know you're wondering what your piss can all be used for uh, besides every day. <laughs> well, the European Space Agency has reported that human urine could one day become a useful ingredient in making concrete to build on the moon. Isn't that beautiful? Concrete? You just piss and create a building and shit? What the fuck? Yes. You can make it rain and have a duplex. They should send R. Kelly up there since he likes pissing on shit. Can you imagine like how big of a cul-de-sac they can build with his golden showers? And being up in the moon, you know he's going to be singing, I believe I can fly. So Jimmy Fallon, <laughs> one of my favorite late night hosts, has a black face back laugh. Now this is old school. Now this takes us back a long time ago that he did this on uh, SNL. And I actually heard about it, I want to say about a year or two ago when they were giving a lot of hater aid on uh, Kevin Hart. They were like, well, what about you know comedians like Jimmy Fallon when he dressed in black? So what you think about it? Well, first of all, I would like to address the fact that you used the word hater aid. Um, thank you for bringing that back. Um, yeah, you know. Secondly, um, I would like to say that I don't think he needed to apologize. For the, the people that were under a rock, um, it was a, a sketch comedy show, Saturday yeah. Night Live, where they use prosthetics to resemble famous people all the fucking time. And, you know, and it's not like they had, uh, they had him eating watermelon and fried chicken while imitating Chris Rock, you know? He did a Chris Rock impression um, in, in full makeup with a fro and a goatee. And amused us all. I mean, In Living Color did that countless times. Many comedians did it. I mean, they didn't say nothing about Robert Downey Jr. And I mean, even black folks did it. Comedians like Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. Martin Lawrence. Yeah, dressed as a, in a white character. So I'm like, oh. Yeah, I mean, what if, there's I a whole so movie. Sensitive. There's a whole movie called White Chicks. Like, come on, stop it. The Wayne Brothers, yeah. So yeah, I'm like, like Come Get on, apologizing also uh, increases the chokehold on comedy. It does. I think that's unfortunate, you know? That, that freedom is completely gone. Speaking of comedy, a South Korean soccer team filled its stadium with uh, dressed-up mannequins to add a bit of a vibe for the players that were playing a game. They later discovered that they were sex dolls. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> the difference between a sex doll and a mannequin is the sex doll has their mouth shaped like an O. So you could park your utensil up in there, you know? There. <laughs> so I'm trying to figure out, have you ever had sex with a sex doll? Nope, I have not. No? Not even those like silicone booties that you could just penetrate, but it feels like a butt? No, not that or the flashlight, none of that. No. Flashlight? Tell me more about this flashlight. And supposedly, the inside of it, it, the way that they've framed it and put things in, it feels like an actual cooch. Mm. Listen, if I had a dick for a day, I'll put it in everything. That's why I I'm mean, curious. they sell those. They sell plenty of dicks for a day. <laughs> it's not the same because I can't feel it. I'm not a toy person. I'm not anything false. So that's not my thing. So, no. What does that mean, not anything false? Anything fake. Something that's oh. not real. Oh, gotcha. But what if your girl wants to bring a toy in the bedroom in addition to your services? No, not addition to my services. That's just, if that's something she wants to do while I'm taking a shower or 
I'm going out for the evening. <laughs> no, in bed while you're in it. No, no, I've already said no. <laughs> so, so, you know, we've said time and time again how this COVID era is a time for common sense, uh, but also one for creativity. I mean, you and I have spoken about that countless times in every episode. I always encourage people, don't be scared to think outside the box, do shit that's new innovate. I tell you that every day. You do, on a daily. Sometimes creativity works and sometimes it doesn't. There's this mayor in a small town in Peru that was out drinking with friends. And then when the police came to arrest him for violating curfew and uh, coronavirus guidelines, they found him drunk with a mask on, laying in an open casket, attempting to play dead. Weekend at Bernie's. Um, If he was drunk, when he came up with this, it is creative than a muffin. Originality at its best. And if I was the cops, I would have just let it go. Because I'm like, this is funny. Well, I mean, I think this is a good way to end episode four, really. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our podcast friends. Goodbye, y'all. Look forward to seeing you next Saturday. Take care of Ciao, each other. Baby. Masturbate heavy. Do what you gotta do. Mm. Arrivederci. Roma. Thank you for listening. You ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here. Please be a friend. Tell a friend. Subscribe. Do something with your life. Catch you next week on WTFW. O-T-W. With Rue Does It.